0: And personal with some of your favorite female porn stars on In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, In Bed showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular female performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo.
1: Welcome to the series premiere of In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Today is Wednesday, April 8th, 2015. Listeners, please welcome our special guest, fan favorite adult industry star, Anna Fox. Welcome to the show, Anna.
2: Thank you for having me, Poppy Chulo.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for coming back on the station. Uh, this is a brand new series, but you're not new to the station. We had you on the station. If I'm not mistaken, it was April 2013 you were still a fresh face in the business and so much has happened between then and now I'm so excited to have you on to chat about all of the great work that you've been doing
2: (laughs) yeah I've definitely sucked a lot more cocks since then so (laughs) yes and and ate a lot of
1: pussy too
2: a lot of that too
1: yeah Awesome Anna. So let's jump into the interview and we're gonna first step into the boudoir and I want to get some of your physical stats. So uh, just want to, I'm just gonna shoot off a bunch of questions of stat questions. So the first one is, how old are you?
2: I'm 26.
1: What's your height?
2: I'm 57.
1: Weight? 130. Measurements?
2: Um, 34,
1: 28, 36. Ethnicity.
2: African-American.
1: <laughs> Bam! And Zodiac sign. I'm a Scorpio. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think. If people know how sexual Scorpios yeah. are. So, that makes sense. <laughs> it's all, it's all it's adding true. up now, Anna Fox. <laughs> yeah, so, to start off the interview, I want to get to know the woman behind the performer. Where are you originally from?
2: I'm from uh, California in the Inland Empire,
1: Okay, awesome. And what was life like growing up for Anna Fox? What was Anna Fox like as a kid, as a teenager?
2: <laughs> um, As a kid, um, I think I was what a kid is supposed to be. I was running around, jumping off trees, beating up my brother, playing <laughs> with Nerf guns. Yeah, I'm doing typical stuff that kids do, you
1: know. <laughs> Absolutely. And what were you doing with your life prior to entering the adult industry?
2: Um, before entering the adult industry, I was trying to figure out how to be a normal person in the society, you know, how to function and go about my day. Um, it's really kind of confusing, like, when you're looking at girls in magazines and then girls on the street, how it's different. You don't know mm-hmm. where to fit in. So I was just, you know, going to college, just exploring stuff, learning things, just just trying to be uh, a grown-up, I guess, instead of a kid.
1: Absolutely. What were you studying? Art. Oh, okay. Art was my thing. <laughs> Interesting. Very yeah. cool. How long have you been in the adult industry?
2: I'm going on my fourth year now
1: very awesome congratulations a lot of girls don't make it past uh, month six so uh, you're certainly (laughs) doing the damn thing
3: thanks (laughs) you're
1: welcome now something that i know we discussed in our previous interview on the poppy chulo show back in april 2013 is how you got in the business so for those that maybe Mm -hmm. didn't get the chance to tune in two years ago to that interview can you fill them in maybe with like a cliff notes version of how you got into the business
2: Well, long story short, I ended up meeting my manager um, downtown L.A. at some parties. Um, They're pretty popular down there going to all the porn star events. And I wanted to try out camming. And then I decided camming was too slow and decided to give the full porno a try. So I started out with some solo and some pictures and people ended up wanting to shoot me. So (laughs) that's how I began
1: nice it's sort of like the right place right time type of scenario
2: yeah because i had no plans of doing it i was dead set in my career i thought i was and i don't know i porn i didn't even know people were still doing it so it kind of came out of nowhere and i just thought you know fuck it why not i'm i'm not doing too much right now i'm kind of bored
1: Porn, spicy. <laughs> Absolutely, and you've done incredible work for some of like the top companies in the business, from Penthouse to Hustler to Kink to Adam and Eve. Uh, you know, Jules Jordan. I mean, the list goes on and on. So, what I want to do with you right now is to break a porn scene down. I want to get to know some of your favorite things to do in a scene. So, my first question in the set is: What's your most favorite thing to do? In a porn scene, oral, vag, or anal?
2: Um, I have to say oral.
1: Okay, Anna That's Fox is favorite. a head doctor. Yes, I've seen I've seen sure. the uh, <laughs> the certificate and all that kind of stuff.
2: <laughs> it's the official stamp I've got going on.
1: Exactly. In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position?
2: Um. Hmm. I like. I like um, the reverse and the cowgirl Mm -hmm. because it's kind of cool. It's like showtime, you know? (laughs) Yeah. All the rest of them are kind of cool. They're kind of evenly matched up for, like, your partner or for you. Uh Uh-huh. And um, I feel like when you're doing cowgirl or reverse, you get to just show off you and do what you want to do, and you look way cooler. There you go. Yeah.
1: And of course we all know how a scene ends with the pop shot. Where do you prefer the pop <laughs> shot to land?
2: Um, you know, I actually just watched like a compilation of all of my pop shots and it seems like I just usually get it on the face.
1: Oh, right now. Close those eyes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, close your <laughs> eyes. I don't mind it I don't mind it on the face either. It's kinda it's true what it they say that it gives your skin a nice little, you know, shiny tone, makes it nice. <laughs>
1: There you go. Beauty Secrets with Anna Fox.
2: Right?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> for those out there that have been living under a rock and maybe they're tuning in and they're getting to know Anna Fox for the first time, where the fuck have you been? But can you describe for them your fuck style? How would you describe your fuck style?
2: My fuck style? Um, I like to explore whoever I'm working with. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like I don't have like a type of person that I like. I just like people. So I explore their bodies. I like to see what makes them like flinch a little bit, like, you know, the the little things that turn people on, whether it's like their nipples or their balls or, you know, whatever. And then I just like kind of attack and I keep keep whatever it is in the back of my mind as like a little trigger to fuck with them. I like to fuck with people and try to make them come before they're supposed to and things like that. <laughs>
1: I like that. Not only is uh, Anna Fox getting her fuck on, but she's getting her mind fuck on too. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about some of the incredible productions that you've been in since the last time that uh, you joined us here on the station for an interview one of the productions that I want to talk about is a porn parody 2013's Hustler video production This Ain't Star Trek Triple X, number 3 in 3D Yeah, cool. and uh, you had two great scenes in that one of them was an oral threesome where you sucked off Marcus London and Jake Jace and then you had the last scene in the production which reunited you with your first ever scene mate, Michael Vegas, <laughs> which I think is kind of yeah. awesome. I remember in our first interview we discussed your first time on a porn set and so you gave us a story of your first scene and it was with uh, Michael Vegas for Reality King. So what was it like oh, yeah. to reunite with him? I don't, I'm not certain if that was the first time you reunited with him since that first scene but just you know, sort of go into being in a porn parody taking on an iconic character and uh, reuniting with uh, your first uh, porn bang.
2: Um that scene I felt like we did have like a little bit more chemistry because it was our second time. You know, my first time I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just kind of like along for the ride and I had a lot of fun, but I wanted to show Michael that I've learned something. So it, it's kind of hard when you're supposed to do, like, specific moves and, like, you know, specific things are planned out beforehand. But I just, like, every couple of seconds here and there, I would just do something to let him know, like, hey, this is, like, something I learned. This is a little trick I hope nobody else done to you yet. So it was it was a lot of fun, especially because we were really tired. We were really, it was really late when we shot that scene. I think it was, like, one in the morning, So we had, had like, a lot of stuff that wanted to drain us, but we ended up fucking really hard. Like, I was so sweaty in that scene.
1: Nice. Yeah, it was a fantastic scene. And (laughs) what was that experience like, sort of taking on a well-known character?
2: That was really cool because my parents, for one, are super fans of Star Trek. So when I saw that I got to play Ahura... I was like super stoked, and then I didn't really, I didn't read everything, and I didn't realize that I had two scenes. So I was excited that I got to play the really cool hot chick on the ship, and I got to fuck Captain Kirk and the other shoot, you know, the the shipmates. It was it was really fun. It was cool hanging out and watching everybody else be their characters as well.
1: Nice, yeah. I would think that being on a porn parody, I mean, besides long hours, I mean. When it's besides long hours, I mean, I would think it would be sort of like a fun experience because you get, kind of get to play dress up and you get to be these uh, fantastical characters that uh, you see sort of on the TV screen or in the movie screen and now you're them.
2: Right. yeah, it's, it's totally like that. It's, I mean even though it's a long day, it's not like you're just it's wasted. Like there's definitely a lot of time spent on getting everybody in their costumes, like learning your lines getting into character. It's its a lot of fun. It's
1: like adult Halloween. <laughs> Absolutely. Another production that I want to talk about is 2014's Girlfriend's Film Production, Silhouette. And the reason I want to talk Ew. to you about it is because you were paired with uh, the late Billy Glide. So I yeah. just wanted to ask you, what was it like working with Billy Glide?
2: You know, Billy, I had never met him before. Um, the date of our together like i'm pretty sure i've seen him here or there at parties but i never got to spend time with him and for the production of silhouette we were on set a lot of time together like so even though that was my one and only time hanging out with billy it was three days 9 a.m till midnight and plus and it was pretty cool seeing the kind of person that billy was like he was really sweet he was really concerned the whole time about other things you know like of course there's porn going on but he was like are the dogs if the dogs get to be played fetch with or you know he was just really sweet and caring about a lot of stuff so i was really happy that i got to spend that time with billy and that i got to work with him before he passed
1: absolutely and that's nice to hear yeah Another production I want to talk to you about, another 2014 title, is the Evil Angel Lexington Steel Productions title, Black Panthers Number 2. We've had Lex (laughs) on a couple times. He's awesome, people. But for those out there that uh, may not have heard some of our previous interviews with him or may just be curious, what was it like working on a Lexington Steel production?
2: That was my first time ever working with Lex. I've seen him. I know him. I've been on set with him before, but I've never worked with him hands-on. And he was so much fun. Like, I had no clue that he was such a jokester and so joyful, along with, like, a really good performer. Like, he's fully aware of how huge his dick is. (laughs) So I felt like I accomplished something that day, taking on Lexington.
1: (laughs) Definitely. And you did a fantastic job. Thanks. (laughs) You're welcome. One of your more recent titles is for Digital Playground. They released a, a title called Sisterhood. And you're scene in the production is this eight-girl orgy. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, fantastic. <laughs> so uh, can you share with the listeners what that experience was like?
2: Man, well, it was an honor of mine to work with Digital Playground and to be able to have All those girls in an orgy, I think we were kind of all confused as to who because digital had like a lot of girls. They had called in a lot of extras to be watching the scene and, you know, just to be, just to fill it out as a real priority. But all of the girls, all of the girls were so talented. I mean, there was Danny, Ash, Yuri, uh, Keisha. There were so many girls that were so good. It was really like, once they told us that we could start i think that they wanted to film longer than what they needed because i'm pretty sure we we all wanted to go like another half hour hour still after we
1: were finished (laughs) not bad sounds like everybody was having a whole lot of fun
2: yeah there was just so many girls we we wanted so much more time
1: (laughs) now something that i'm very curious to ask you about is your work with kink.com because in my opinion you have become like one of the kink.com superstars you've been in so many of their productions and on their various different sites i mean foot worship Tied, device bondage Whip. Ass, ultimate surrender, sex and submission. We've got dungeon sex. You've been on the upper floor. You've done the training of O. So you've been in these amazing hardcore fetish scenes. What's it like working for Kink? And had you had much experience with fetishes prior to working with the studio?
2: Um before I worked with Kink I had only done like really light bondage before. Like the kind of stuff that they tell you not to wiggle really hard because you can get out of it. Um, I had never done anything so extreme. I tried out um, uh, bondage corp, I believe, um, but they weren't as intense as Kink. And I think I really enjoy working for Kink because they're the one company that pushes all of my 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 boundaries. You know, like. There's no acting. I don't. I don't know what's coming up next. Um, Even though I have an idea and I agree to a checklist, like they always. I'm always genuinely surprised, and I'm actually feeling those feelings for like the first time. Like I never worked with electricity or um, water play or weights or paper clips. You know, a lot of these things I've never ever even heard of. So almost pretty much, I would say every time I go to King, I'm. I'm doing something different I never thought I would do before. And I think that's
1: why I like working for them. <laughs> and shout out to Fucking Machines, because you're also oh, on Fucking yeah. Machines.
2: Oh yeah, Fucking Machines.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's fun watching women getting banged by robots.
2: Man, I, I had never squirted as much as I have in my life, other than I did for Kink's
1: Fucking Machine. So listeners, take note. check out the scene. Take.
2: Take note, yeah, because I am I think I was supposed to act a lot more sexier than that, but I was just like, holy fuck, I never, (laughs) I never seen that.
1: That's too funny. So yeah,
2: I I broke character for sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now my question for you is because there are other kink.com sites or sub sites, however they call them, that you haven't worked with yet. So right. Are there, you know, any plans to potentially explore other realms of your sexuality via kink.com and some of their other sites that you haven't had the chance to play around on yet?
2: It's funny that you ask, because I literally just got booked for a shoot um, where it's Divine Bitches.
3: Oh,
2: okay. So it's going to be my first time doming someone. Um, Well, I've done, like, little light things, but it's going to be, like, the first time that it's real, you know, like real hardcore doming somebody and I've never done that before and um they also kink turns me on in a way that I just love it and I want to try doing anal for them um I would just like to be as comfortable with my butthole as I am with my vagina you know (laughs) like I want to be able to own it and like yeah you know I got to put my fist up at the end of
1: it Exactly. Could you imagine a hardcore gangbang with Anna Fox?
2: Oh yeah, that's actually been on my to do list.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. Do you have sort of maybe a uh, a short list in your mind as far as the, the men that you would want to be in that scene with you?
2: Um, I actually do. Like I, I I'm pretty sure that they all don't work together. Um, I mean I'm not sure if it if it could happen, but my like ideal Top four would be um, Michael Vegas because I've, you know, he was my first, so it would be cute to have him (laughs) in my gangbang. I love Carlo Carrera. Um, James Dean is pretty cool. Um, And I need chocolate, so I need like Lexington or Flash Brown. I haven't worked with him yet. Um, yeah, I just, I just would like some really good male talent that have been around the
1: booty hole before. <laughs> there you go. Not bad. Very good. Yeah. list right there. Speaking of names, who have been some of your favorite performers, male and female, to work with in your time in the industry thus far?
2: Okay. I have to, I already know my favorite female. It's hands down Misty Stone. Nice. Um, she is just, she's just freaking sexy and every time I've had sex with her it's been a completely different scenario but she just like I can't predict anything with her you know like she eats my pussy different and she's always really clean and really hot you know just eye candy for sure so Miss Stone is my favorite yeah she's my favorite female um my favorite male um I have to put between two uh James Dean is my favorite he's really good performer. You know, like, we work together really good. He's very hot. And like, we always do a really good scene. And he just knows what, you know, I can tell that he knows what he's doing. Um, Carla Carrera, I go stupid for. (laughs) He makes me weak in the knees. And something about him being a Latino male, he's just super hot. Like, he rolls his R's and he has man pecs. So... (laughs) (laughs) those two are my favorite male performers for sure
1: now as far as performers that you haven't worked with I know that you mentioned Flash Brown as someone that you're Mm -hmm. looking forward to working with besides Flash or in addition to Flash are there any performers out there that you haven't done a scene with that are sort of on your quote unquote must do list that you're looking forward to working with in the near future
2: yeah there's actually a new guy who I've been creeping on Um, his name's Alex Jones.
1: Okay, that would be an interesting scene.
2: Yeah, he's got a really big dick, and I like his skin color. I think it would be cool. I think it
1: would be hot to sweat all over him. (laughs) You love the really tall dudes.
2: Because I'm a tall girl, you know? I have really long legs, so just for me, I feel funny when I'm with a short guy, you know? (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, there's no offense to the short guys. Like, I don't mind them. I just, it just feels better feeling like a lady, you know? I like to feel little.
1: <laughs> there you go. Are there any people in the industry that you look up to? Any performers or even people behind the camera that you respect their career trajectory and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, you hope to achieve as equal or even greater a trajectory yourself? people that inspire you in the industry?
2: Um, you know, I would have to say I've been really inspired by uh, a lot of people, but Skin Diamond inspires me just because she's a female similar to me in my position in the industry. So I know that all the goals that she's accomplished and all the things that she's achieved, I know that it's like doable for me, you know? Um, I came at a time like not too long after her and we're still performing and I just see her doing her thing you know she's directing she just she kills it when she performs she does anal like a champ I I just I admire her and she's really really grateful you know I never heard anything bad about her every every word I hear about her is always like awesome so I admire skin diamond (laughs)
1: that's a good answer and a good choice oh yeah do you watch your own scenes or films? Is that something that you try to do? Or are you the type of person that uh, tries to avoid watching themselves uh, in a scene?
2: Um, I actually, like, really like watching my scenes. And I used to watch them to critique them, but now I'm just watching to, like, admire myself. <laughs> Maybe a little conceited, but I like to watch, um, like, videos of me, like, in different scenarios like when I'm like fucking multiple guys or like getting jizzed on the face or with a girl. I- I'm just like, I never thought that I would be doing those things so it's kind of, it's kind of cool watching myself like be a little sex animal, you know, like I'm really fucking these people. It's like, what? That's me. <laughs> I'm a little shy.
1: <laughs> Aww. Well, who, yeah. who could deny not loving watching the multiple nominated Anna Fox? <laughs>
2: It's pretty cool, I gotta say.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Now speaking about porn in general, how old were you when you saw a porn film for the first time?
2: Um see that kinda doesn't count. Um I saw a porn film for the first time, maybe when I was thirteen, but I didn't realize what it was that I was watching. I didn't even think it was a like a adult film or anything like that. It just seemed like it was a girl squirting and I thought that it was a girl putting It was a dildo, but I thought it was a balloon. And I thought she was popping balloons in her vagina. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, (laughs) I just didn't understand what I was looking at.
1: (laughs) That's adorably innocent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like that.
2: I'm, like, barely now watching porn for arousal. I never really watched it before for arousal, just because I just didn't think people don't do that. You know, like, even though I'm watching them do that, I never had sex like people had sex in pornos, so I just thought it was just completely, completely fake.
1: (laughs) And now you're having a whole lot of sex like people in pornos.
2: Yeah, and now I'm I'm a believer.
1: (laughs) Yes, I like that. So right now, listeners, we're going to head under the covers with Anna Fox, and I want to get mm. your take on basically sex in scenes in the industry. And my first question in this set is, what is your trick to making a guy come?
2: Um, My trick to making a guy come is uh, eye contact. I feel like Sometimes, you know, people aren't into words or actions or whatever it is that's going on in the scene. So I feel like when they lock on to your eyes, it's like a little secret language that you can do. And it's like, it kind of intensifies them and brings them to the now and what's going on. You know, it's a good way to get them to pay attention to coming. So I trick them with my eyes.
1: (laughs) I like that. You mentioned throughout the interview a couple times facials, and you were watching a compilation of uh, the pop shots, and you noticed that you were getting a lot of facials, so as oh, yeah. a female <laughs> performer in the industry, in your opinion, what's the allure of getting a facial?
2: Um, I think it's like, like bragging rights, you know? It's not something that you normally do. A lot of people in normal life wouldn't dare let you come on their face, and it's just something about doing it and it's a hot thing you know like you didn't get slapped the girl licked it it's like yeah i came on a face you know it's (laughs) it's cool it's it's like something cool to say that you did
1: (laughs) how often do you actually come on set and what's the most that you've ever came i don't know if you counted
2: um i used to not really come on set because i didn't know how but now that i figured out sex better um, I try to come at least once a position, you know, like, I try to come, like, in the first couple of minutes of whatever's going on, um, and if I do, I mean, Kink probably holds the record for taking my orgasms, Kink and Jean Dean <laughs> probably, um, and I usually stop counting, because <laughs> once it's, like, past four or five, and I'm just, I can't count anymore, I'm just stupid, and, like, all the orgasms, I'm just <laughs> I don't even know what's going on anymore after, like, four. <laughs> They're
1: like, give me those orgasms, damn it.
2: Yeah, I don't know how girls can count like they had 36 or something like that. I'm like, what? I'm I'm literally dumb after a few.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Anna Fox is a lightweight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has a performer ever surprised you? In a sense that... You know, maybe when you found out that you were going to have a scene with them, you were like, okay, this is probably just going to be an okay scene. But they ended up Mm -hmm. actually being, like, a fantastic fuck and a fantastic scene mate.
2: Yeah, actually. (laughs) I'm going to say Anthony Rosano takes the cake for that one because, um, I don't know, when you think porn guy, I just always thought, like, they all look like James Dean or whatever, whatever. But Anthony was the first, like, really normal guy that I met and I was like oh man in real life I don't think that we would have ever exchanged words for any you know like we probably would have bumped shoulders and probably not said excuse me you know it just we didn't seem like we would match or mesh well but it ended up turning out being like something that I learned I learned a lot from him because he's he was one of the first guys that I I could tell that he was really, really into pussy, you know? Like, I never had a guy be so intense about it, and he also has the foot fetish, and I never had a guy do that without it being a requirement in the scene. So, I learned a lot about Anthony Rosano because he's a little kinky monster, so... <laughs>
1: Overall, who has possessed the biggest dick that you've had to take on in a scene? Now, obviously, oh, you know, there's oral in a scene, there's uh, vag, and there's anal. Mm-hmm. If it's different for each hole, I mean, you can split it up in that way, or if there's just an overall biggest, you can give us the okay. overall biggest.
2: Okay. Um, the biggest that I had in my vag was Lexington Steel. Um, and the biggest that I had in my ass was adriano and i argue this with girls because they're both huge in different ways um adriano shit i mean god it's it's like when i saw it i i looked at it on a porno before i fucked him and i thought that i had it but he took it out and it was like really like a baby arm like that it's really (laughs) thick it's really really thick and it's not short it's long too so i was just like jesus christ my first anal, way to go, <laughs> baby arm. Here we go. <laughs> but then I met Lex, and his gosh, like I've seen, I've seen them in pornos, but I just like, I don't know. I, I never really seen a dick that was really as long as my arm. So that was definitely really big too. And it was like, I, that was the first dick I think I couldn't go. All the way down. Or I really tried to. I'm not sure. I didn't see. <laughs> so maybe you guys could tell me if I did. But I tried to go all the way down. I don't know.
1: Oh, <laughs> So as a female <laughs> performer. What is more intimidating to you. When you know your fellow scene mate. Your co-star. The male performer in the scene. Whips it out. The length or the girth?
2: Um, to me the girth because my favorite thing to do is a blowjob and for me like if it's if it's really long I can kind of end up shoving it down my throat like I can kind of get it down there but if it's wide, you know like my my throat's only so big (laughs) I only have a like my mouth's only so big so I can't fit it all the way down there and to me I feel like I'm losing I'm like no damn it I I need to get it down there at least once <laughs> just for my own personal satisfaction.
1: The majority of men nowadays in the business are shaved. Oh, as, yeah. the, <laughs> as the female performer, do you like it that way? Do you like it natural? What's your opinion on that?
2: Um, for me, for guys, it doesn't really matter because the dick is not hairy. You know, like, I guess like some dicks, you know, the hair grows up the shaft. But for the most part, if they're hairy or if they're shaved, it's not really, you know, too much in my way. So I kind of don't mind, even though, like, sometimes when you suck at balls, you get a hair. But it just reminds me of, like, being young and fucking big. So I I don't mind.
1: (laughs) Is there a sex act that we will never see you do on film? Is there something that you would never do in a scene?
2: Um, I will probably like if i um hmm um I don't know I mean I won't do like gross stuff you know or anything like really degrading you know um
3: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know, but even porn like it's not even when I play things that people don't like agree with like i I don't know it's not degrading like kink you know um but I don't know there's not there's not much that I won't do because I'm I'm open to exploring my sexuality, you know? Um, so as long as I'm in a safe, like healthy, clean environment, and my, my co-stars are tested and, you know, everybody's like, oh, all good. I, I think I'll probably try it. <laughs> nice. So who knows? Cause there was, there was a day when I said I would never do anal, but now I want to
1: get DP'd. So <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> yeah. You never know. <laughs>
1: But are you brave enough for the double anal penetration?
2: Um, I am. If I got to choose who who it is, I have the confidence that I could get two dicks in there. Um, I just gotta like I gotta learn how to back the anal up. (laughs) Good, you know.
1: (laughs) Anna Fox has to learn how to back her ass up.
2: Yeah, I wanna I wanna do a good job. I don't wanna just sit there, so
1: (laughs) Absolutely, that makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> What's the most common mistake a man makes when he's fucking you on set?
2: Um, Sometimes it's the clit thing. Sometimes they think that they can apply a fist load of pressure to it to try to get you off. And it's like, no, no, no. It's, it's really sensitive. You know, like you can just blow on it. <laughs> you don't have to like, you know, smack down the clit <laughs> to get me off. <laughs> I think that's a thing that guys don't realize.
1: What's the most awkward thing about having sex on camera?
2: Oh, I think it would be hygiene. Um, For me, I, um, I get creeped out just off of my own personal. Like I make sure that if I ate something to brush my teeth and like, you know, I make sure to keep myself very clean. So when I can smell something that isn't like, you know, acceptable, I, like, kind of freak out. And it, it kind of is, like, the one thing that will throw me off my game, you know? <laughs> It'll take me out of my sexy mode, for sure. If, if like, somebody has, like, something in their teeth, and, like, I, I'll have to tell them. And if we haven't started, then I'll tell them. But nine times out of ten, I notice these things when the camera's rolling, and I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The point of
1: no return. <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> with a camera in your face you can't
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> what's the most amount of men and or women that you've had sex with at one time in a scene?
2: um it would have to be the women um I did the eight girl orgy I've also done a six girl orgy um and then I did a seven guy Blowbang, so that kind of didn't count as sex. Oh, well,
3: close kind of, enough.
1: But it, close it, enough. It yeah, depends. Depends but, on if you take the Bill Clinton answer or not.
2: Mm, no, because <laughs> if I, if, if, if they could have all been on me at once, it would have been a different story. But well, there you go. Uh, the yeah, the girl orgies definitely win because I they were all attacking.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Right now I want to slightly switch up the tone of the interview and I want to ask you a couple of serious questions about some of the issues in the industry. And I want to start off okay. by talking about race. So as a female of color in the adult industry, have you ever felt any racism or discrimination directed at you?
2: Um, I have to say it's not directed at me as an individual, but it's directed at me because I'm black. So there's times where... People would lie to me because it's racist to tell the truth, you know, if that makes any sense. Like, I know for a fact that certain girls get paid a higher rate just to work with black talent. And I was told that that's untrue, but it's it's not. So I think it's a little bit unfair that me as a black performer, I can't get a higher rate for working with a a white guy or any other race. Mm But, you know, white girls they can get a contract for working with black talent. So I guess to me that seems racist and I I feel it because I'm black. And so there there's are certain companies that I can't shoot for because I'm black or, you know, that I can't work with because that's not what they do. You know, they only shoot white girls and I'm like, well, you guys shoot school girls, you guys shoot girls playing sports. Like I, I I do, I do that too, but I can't be on those sites because I'm black, you know. So that's that's the only kind of racial racial racism I I feel. For the most part, people respect me as an individual, but just the rules that go around in the industry kinda don't.
1: I like that answer. I appreciate the honesty and the candor. Yeah. It's time for the great (laughs) condom debate. The issue of condoms... Yeah, I know. The issue of condoms has been not only all over the adult industry press, but the mainstream press as well, when they talk about the adult industry, with everything from Measure B to that assembly bill that ended up not happening. As a performer, and in particular as a female performer in the business, what's your opinion on whether condoms should or should not be used in productions?
2: I mean... I like that we have the option of condoms, but for me personally, I prefer to rely on the test because condoms, I can't use the latex. I'm allergic to it, so I have to get special condoms, and sometimes it's a hassle. So, and then, you know, like you can't, I don't know, I just, I don't like them. I personally don't like condoms. I never have ever since I was a kid. Um, just the smell, the texture, the fucking loose plastic, I just, <laughs> I can't stand it. So, I, I prefer there being an option, and I like that when I go to set, like, they ask me, like, hey, you never worked with this guy before, do you want to use a condom? Or, you know, this is, this is a new day for you, what would you like, you know? Because I know that there's people out there that prefer the condom. So, I think that it should be optional.
1: Another great answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a misconception or myth about porn stars that you would like to dispel?
2: (laughs) Yes, actually. Like, I don't know why people think that. Like, this happened to me recently. I met a person and I explained to them that I'm a porn star. And I went along and told them about, like, they're like, oh, wow, you fucked, like, so many people. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, we get tested. And here, let me show you. Here's my test. It shows you, like, my percentage of bacteria and all that jazz you know like every std is on there and then i put my phone away after i just showed them my test and they're like oh so you don't have aids or anything like that and i was like what the fuck you know (laughs) like no porn stars don't just walk around with stds and shoot you know it's against the law we're actually a lot cleaner than the general population i it's it's like really hard for me to date a regular person because like, now if I want to fuck someone, I'm like, oh, let's go on a date to the testing facility. And half of them get offended. The other half don't want to pay for it. So I fucking porn.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah so let's get out of the serious questions and now it's time for pillow talk with anna fox and in this segment i want to explore sex and anna fox outside of the set so my first, okay. yeah, my first question for you in this set is is there anything sexually that you do on film that uh, you wouldn't necessarily want to do in the real world outside of the sets and uh, maybe even in a relationship
2: um, in the real world, I don't like even though like sloppy blowjobs are a thing, I keep it a lot less sloppy than in film. Just because in real life, you know, I can't walk out of wherever I'm giving somebody a blowjob with all this crap all over. <laughs> me. So you know, I keep it uh, keep it a little tidier. Um, what else? Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't lick guys' buttholes in real life. I don't. <laughs> I have never done that. I've only done that in a porno. Um,
1: and in the porno, you at least know that they are at least yeah, allegedly no, we
2: took clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only, that's why. Like, in real life, guys, I don't know. In my experience, you guys act like your butthole does not exist. And you don't clean it <laughs> as well as they should. <laughs> so I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't do the sloppy blowjobs. I don't do the butthole licking on guys. And, oh, I don't, I don't squirt in my real life if I feel it coming on I stop because it's in real life you know I don't want to soak my sheets like if we're somewhere else and it doesn't matter then fine but for the most part it's like on my bed or I'm laying in it I don't want (laughs) to I don't want to lay in a puddle of squirt
1: (laughs) (laughs) you've done uh, several scenes with women girl girl scenes in the adult industry in your yep. personal life, would you label yourself as bisexual? Would you do you prefer men over women, women over men? What's your take on your sexuality outside of the set?
2: In my personal life, um, I guess I would, I could say that I'm a, like more so on the like bisexual side, though I have not like dated. I haven't been in a relationship with a woman ever, but I've definitely had my fair share of you know sleeping with the women and i like the women um so i think i think i like i like men and women pretty evenly even though i like dick more um i just prefer the company of them fairly you know so it, it's kind of not fair that guys you guys got dicks because it's like i'm gonna take that over some pussy but i definitely do appreciate really nice pussy
1: <laughs> there you go yeah yeah For the fans out there that are dying to know, is Anna Fox dating anyone right now?
2: You know, I'm not. um, Anna Fox is really busy. I have work, and I like to be selfish. I like to just be able to, like, go up, go to work, suck dick, come home, get up, go suck dick. You know, like, I like to be promiscuous. I like being a young lady. I like going out with my girlfriends and not having the stress of having to explain someone, myself to someone. And I haven't been able to find someone as open as I am. So until I do, I'm going to remain single because I'm, I'm like really hard to get, I, I don't really date people. I don't, I just, I don't have time. And I see like when I told them I'm in porn that they're like, no, but it's going to be just you and me. And I'm like, no, I'm in porn because I like fucking. Like, I'm going to continue fucking people, like, for as long as I can. So, yeah, I'm going to be selfish for a while and remain single.
1: (laughs) So you mentioned that you haven't really been dating, but... No. What do you see yourself... When... The prospect of dating does come around. What, like, who do you see yourself dating more? So, do you see yourself leaning more towards someone that's not in the industry or someone that's in the industry? Whether they're they're a fellow talent or someone behind the scenes, someone that maybe gets what you're doing a little bit more.
2: Um, I think if I ended up dating someone, it wouldn't. It would be someone that's not in the industry, just because. When I'm at work, I, I work, you know, I like to think of all these people as my coworkers, even the ones that I'm fucking. I'm like, you guys are work. And when I go home, I like to be able to escape work and be able to be home. Like I have I have a dog. I have a kitten. So I like to be able to go home and like not be on a fox for the day. So I think just for my my preference, I would date somebody that's not in porn.
1: In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why?
2: Hmm, I think my legs, it's kind of weird because I never thought that I would say that my legs would be the sexiest part of my body, but the more I watch myself, the more that's what catches my eye first, like I'm, like when I'm walking, when I'm laying in a bed, when I'm doing whatever I'm doing, my legs, the way that... I just move them the way that they look. They're really shiny. I mean, I just, I like my legs. <laughs> and I think it's very sexy.
1: And on the flip side of that, in your opinion, what part of the male body is the sexiest and why?
2: Um, to me, the part of the man body that's the sexiest is their back. It's just the way that it's shaped. And like, when I watch porn, like, you usually get the back back view of a guy you know you see their muscles flexing and their their backs bending and their they're arching when they're fucking it's just it's it's like i feel like it's the part that connects all those things that are touching you the back so i think that's the sexiest part of a man body
1: <laughs> tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know something unique about anna fox something surprising
2: oh. Anna Fox is a nerd, um, there's a lot of girl nerds out there, but I like to watch Japanese anime. I've been watching it since Sailor Moon and Inuasha. I watch, I go on manga, I go online and read the cartoons with the Japanese subtitles and everything just to catch up. I've been a fan of Naruto, like, (laughs) all of these Japanese anime cartoons. That's, like my guilty pleasure.
1: <laughs> nice. I like the sound of that. That's awesome.
2: Thanks. <laughs>
1: You're welcome. Describe yourself in ten words or less.
2: Okay. <laughs> Let me get my fingers up. Um I feel like I have to acknowledge my skin tone. So chocolate, uh smiley, um I'm always being called buff. <laughs> Um, let's see, chocolate, smiley, and buff, um, sexy, because I like sex. I feel like a sexy, like, kitten or something, like a sex <laughs> Uh. So, chocolate, smiley, sexy, um, I'm not sure if I'll make it to ten. I think that's a good four. I think that's a good number. Okay. It's pretty simple.
1: Anna Fox is beyond adorable. (laughs) As we start wrapping things up, I have this list of uh, five questions that are pop culture oriented. They're kind of designed to allow the listeners, your fans and supporters out there that are tuning in right now to get to know some of your favorites. So the first question in this set is what are five of your most favorite things? television shows now this can be a list of five of your all-time favorites or five of your current favorites i just need five of your fave tv shows
2: okay five of my favorite tv shows gonna have to be current um it's criminal minds um archer um i like bob's burgers (laughs) i've been watching empire and crap another one another one I'm going to have to say Real Housewives of Whatever because all of those reality shows kind of blend into one for me and they're entertaining
1: as fuck watching old rich ladies. <laughs> 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 That's too funny. Yeah. <laughs> Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists?
2: Um, I like Marvin Gaye, Van Hunt, um... All time favorite music people. Bruno Mars. I listen to him almost every morning. <laughs> um, and one more. One more. One more. Queen Latifah.
1: <laughs> U N I T Y, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what are three of your most favorite films?
2: Law Abiding Citizen. Um, I liked that Lucy movie, and, um, I don't know, I'm gonna pick Baby Boy, because that was the first movie I watched people fucking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Another shout out to Taraji P. Henson, I guess.
2: Right, there you go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) What are two foods you can't live without?
2: Pasta and salmon.
1: Good choices.
2: Salmon, yeah.
1: And what is one of your guilty pleasures?
2: Um. Does. masturbating count because I do that all the time. (laughs) That's definitely a guilty pleasure. I think I do it more than people think I do it.
1: (laughs) Wow. Anna Fox is like driving in her car and masturbating.
2: I've been trying to figure it out. I've attempted a few times. Not very safe, but I've tried.
1: (laughs) That's too funny. (laughs) Now, before I let you go, I want to chat about these amazing mainstream productions that you've been in because you've been Starting, you know, to take your steps into, like, I guess, what would you call it, crossover status? You've been doing some incredible work on the mainstream side of uh, the entertainment industry. I know that you had a uh, walk-on role, correct, on uh, a movie that's getting a whole lot of buzz called Tangerine that... Yes, it's at the it's at the 2015 Sundance Film Festival, official selection, and there's also work. You've also done work on the projects All American Bikini Car Wash, as well as another project called Toy. So, Mm -hmm. uh, can you share with the listeners a bit about Anna Fox, the mainstream crossover star? The
2: mainstream crossover. It's um well. I decided to start doing some mainstream work because that's that's kind of where I started. And I felt like I left it defeated. So I kind of wasn't, I wasn't happy, you know, leaving the mainstream world that happy. So I tried my hand in acting and I started with Bikini Car Wash. And it was really funny. Um, It's like a, it's like an American Pie movie. So it's kind of fun being a little extra in that. And then from there... I did Tangerine with Sean Baker, which is the first film that I've done to make it huge like that. You know, it went to Sundance. Magnolia Films bought it, and I just recently went to the secret screening of it, and I saw myself for the first time on the big screen. So nice. it'll be coming out pretty soon um, to premiere for everybody to watch, and I think that people will love it. It's 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 a different kind of exciting. You know, it's like. I feel like I'm waiting for Christmas, and it hasn't quite come yet. It'll come when the film makes it out. So that's how I feel about it. (laughs) And then um, in both in in the film Tangerine and Toy, I I have nudity. So it's kind of cool to be able to play still my Anna Fox character and be... On a screen because most people say, you know, you'll never do crossover. You'll never do this. You'll never do that So I kind of feel like I just Gave everybody a big old fuck you and did it <laughs> Exactly Yeah, it feels really cool being able to do both sides play both sides of the fence
1: Very cool. So uh, I'm assuming there are plans for more roles, correct?
2: yes as we speak i'm still going on go sees i'm still doing auditions um trying to sign with a um a mainstream agent for my acting um and we're taking it step by step so we're gonna see how cool and how big i turn out to be in the mainstream but for now it's just i still love porno i'm never gonna stop until my vagina falls off so
1: (laughs) there you go i like that (laughs) Now, let's talk about a way in which the listeners and your fans out there can actually take Anna Fox home and put her on their wall with the official Anna Fox calendar.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that calendar, its it's been my baby. It's been the hardest thing that I've done, I feel like, in the industry because it was a solo project. I literally, like, had to get my ass up and get the photographer and like, you know, get him to get up with me and find these cool locations. We really wanted to make sure that my calendar came across the right way and people saw me in an exotic kind of light, you know? I didn't want it to be really simple or blah, blah, blah. I wanted to go all the way and like each month that they turn it, I wanted people to be blown away that they had never seen me like that. So It was a lot of fun. I froze my ass off. I was outside a lot of the time in bikinis, and it was like 30 degrees, 40 degrees. (laughs) So I did it. I did it for my fans because I love them.
1: (laughs) And we love you.
2: Yay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Can you fill the listeners in on what's next for Anna Fox? What does Anna Fox have coming out soon what's upcoming what should the listeners be anticipating
2: um coming up soon for me would be um i haven't quite started on anything that's like coming out that's something that they haven't seen yet of course i'm always fucking of course i'm always sucking and looking and all that jazz but as far as new things go i am trying to get my anal movie debut for my fans because a lot of them wonder if I even like it. They don't think I'm going to do it again. And that's not the case. I do love anal like ever since I (laughs) did it in a porno, (laughs) I'm like all kinkied out now. So I want to do it. I just want to do it my way and I want my fans to be like shocked and in awe. So in addition to all the mainstream and all the new scenes, I'm hoping to do some new things that my fans have never seen
1: sounds fantastic all i know is that we need to get the adult industry to create some sort of parody of something that tika sumter has done because in my opinion you could be like her sister
2: i know um it's really funny because before i even did porn i got a lot of people asking me if i was uh related to her or if i knew her um because she was on the soap opera that was popular at the time i don't want to the wrong one but yeah she was on a soap opera and now she's on a lot of stuff all over the place and I've actually even had some people I guess she did a photo shoot in in underwear and a t-shirt and they tweeted it thinking it was me (laughs) so it's kind of cool it's kind of cool to be that I kind of resemble a celebrity that you know she's hot so
1: absolutely (laughs) the industry listen Anyone that's listening in the adult industry that can do shit, you guys need to make some sort of parody of something that Tika Sumter has done and get Anna Fox to star in it. (laughs) Exactly. I'm getting you a new job, Anna Fox.
2: Thank you. I appreciate the shout out. (laughs) You're welcome.
1: Anna, how can the fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social networking, social media, all of the goodies?
2: Okay, um, my fans, you guys can always definitely find me on my Twitter at AMAFOXX. Or if you're an Instagrammer, I'm on Instagram at Roxy, underscore, Loxie underscore
1: Fantastic. Well, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in right now?
2: Um, I would say that I appreciate them. And I hope that they love watching my porn as much as I do. Because I'm working really hard. And having a good time out here, so that's all I ever want is for my fans to love it.:
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for coming back to do a new interview here on Poppy Chulo Radio and being our first ever interview on our brand new series in bed with Poppy Chulo.:
2: Oh, thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome. I'm so excited that you came back on because, uh, I mean, I've said this to you and I've said this to the people that uh, rep you. I mean, you have been doing a phenomenal job. You are the next superstar. So I'm so glad that so we've had the, gotten the chance to interview you now twice here on the station and we've been following your career.
2: Thank you. Well, thank you for following me. Thank you guys for loving me and letting me do these awesome
1: interviews. You're welcome. Certainly, the door is open for more, so, whenever you want to come back, the door is open. All (laughs) right. Awesome. So listeners, also want to thank you for tuning in to In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of In Bed with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. With that, Anna Fox and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners.
2: Good night.
0: Thanks for listening to In Bed with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular female performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.